This is a podcast where real doctors discuss fake medical situations. That means that unless you've already been texting Greg about the issue, this podcast is not medical advice. If you need medical advice or medical care, please contact your doctor. Also, this episode discusses injuries to the male anatomy. Please be aware of that if you're listening in public or if that makes you uncomfortable. Hi, everybody. I'm Jackson Bain. I'm Johnny Kolosinski. You might remember me from such podcast as Open the Book, a reading and reviewing podcast. This is Hi, Everybody, a Bad Medicine podcast. Every week we talk about what Hollywood gets right and wrong That's about a, medicine and how the body works. I'm that was a good so one. Upset. That was how good, good one. that is. <laughs> so upset. It'll, it'll make sense yeah. later. This will yeah. all make sense later. Yeah. Uh, you can find this podcast online on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at Hi Everybody MD, or by visiting HiEverybodyMD.com. Um, you can also call us, text us, leave us a message with ideas and future reviews, I guess, at uh, 530-DOCTORB. That's 530-D-O-C-T-O-R-B. The B stands for, I'm going the easy route, balls. It's not another baseball episode. No. Can I make um, a request? Can I like... Call uh, make a call to action for people that have phones, which is yes, you can, Doctor Greg Winter, who is joining us on the show once again. Uh, I think we're like we get inspired when suddenly we think of something and then we come up with an idea to do some podcasts about, which is why we're doing this right now today. But like, it would be nice if people submitted some ideas because that when we did a live show, people had a lot of ideas of stuff. Yeah. And uh, it would be nice if people would just submit some ideas. And we get some good ones we on, on Instagram and things like that. Twitter. No. It's true that I'm not really a host. I'm just a guy with nothing to you're, do most of the time. You're pretty much, you're, you're, the, you're the third host in all of this. You're, you're our Jeff Peterson. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. But. What episode are we doing this week? Uh, this week we are discussing, uh, by Dr. Greg Winter's recommendation, uh, via messages from one of his friends. Uh, <laughs> we're discussing The Venture Brothers Season 1, Episode 10, Are You There, God? It's Me, Dean. And, and I would say go, go by the title because depending on uh, if you look on HBO versus if you, which is where it's streaming right now, Versus if you downloaded the episodes, I think initially that was uh, season one, episode nine, but because because they didn't count the pilot in their counting, but now they do count the pilot. So just, are you there, God? It's me, Dean. That's the episode. It's in the yeah. first season. Venture Brothers is an incredible show. If you haven't watched it, you should watch all of it right now. Yeah, We've got time. We can yes. wait. Yeah. Just pause, pause. us. We'll, we'll be here. <laughs> yeah. We're not going anywhere. You'll find us. going to mess, mess with your listener metrics. <laughs> that's all right. We'll wait. Um, Welcome back. <laughs> so this this came about from a real life situation, and so I'm going to be very careful about how I talk about the story because I want to respect the person that inspired us to watch this episode. Oh, what was the name? <laughs> His name was L. Simpson. No, 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 that's too close. We'll go with Lisa, Lisa S. <laughs> there we go. Um, it's a he. We're talking about testicular torture. <laughs> so that's, I'm okay with you that. You probably caught that in the uh, precursor to the episode where I said, hey, guys might be uncomfortable. Guys are always uncomfortable. Yeah. Fair. That's why we spread our legs so wide on the bus. Fair. <laughs> it's to prevent testicular torsion. <laughs> um, so uh, I don't know if Jackson gets this. And I'm actually, I know Jackson gets this because I have done this to Jackson, but it's what? No, 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 <laughs> no, 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 no. Hold but on, like, what? Hold on. You'll let, this will make sense in a second. No, but it, 
<laughs> I promise. I'm not a great storyteller, but I promise I will. I will make you understand. So I got a call from one of my friends who's like, "Hey, what's up?" And I was like, "Nothing. What's going on?" He's like, "Look, I got to tell you this. Uh, one of one of my balls is riding up higher than the other one, and it's hurt a lot. It's hurt for a few days." And so I sort of was like, oh, crap, this sounds like testicular torsion. But also when people call me for things like that, it's often because they are people who um, who are working in the. I mean, I have friends that do all types of stuff. So these are people that are if they're calling me, who is a hospice doctor for some medical advice, it means that they're they need some advice. There's some dire straits. And I try hard to not dismiss that and just be like, oh, well, I'm not your doc. I, I really try to listen and help people out. And um, so I and sort I'm of, fine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Johnny's fine. And and so he he sort of told me this story. And just from the sound of the story, a couple days of really, really bad, excruciating testicular pain, one sided. Uh, one testicle was higher than the other one. It was just like shooting off in my brain like a test question of like testicular torsion, don't miss this. Testicular torsion, don't miss this. And the consequence of having testicular torsion, which that means your one of your testicles gets twisted around. Correct. Yep. And you cut off the blood supply, the testicle can die. Yep. If if the testicle dies, you lose some fertility. But the real thing is, is you have a dead piece of flesh in your body. Correct. And that can cause even worse problems down the line. So yeah. if the testicle dies, you might die in real life. Correct. And, and so after I sort of, t- I told this guy, I was like, hey, I think you should go to the ER. But I'll, also, I want to respect the fact that, like, I don't want you to have to go bankrupt. I reached out to my other friends who are real doctors and are smart. <laughs> so... I started texting them and I was like, hey, that was one of the most rant, like one of the longer, really, dumbest text really chains I think I've ever been a part of. It really, I was like, hey guys, uh, one of my friends might have, I was like, one of my friends has a high riding testicle. What should, what should I tell him? And I think I saw that and I'm like, sounds like someone needs to open the book, which is what Johnny was saying about that stuff. But also, it was just a very long, if you have a high riding ball, with yeah. a lot of pressure, you might just have testicular. <laughs> we, were, we were all of. There's a, a lot of Jeff Foxworthy jokes. If you've lost your cremasteric reflex, you yeah. might you might have testicular torture. <laughs> I think uh, maybe we should talk about the episode. Yeah. So that we'll start with the episode and we can go step context. by step. Yeah. But basically, one of my friends called me out of the blue, and this happens every. I mean, probably once or twice a year, somebody calls me, and they're they're really. They're calling me to quote unquote check up, but really they have a medical question yeah. that otherwise they don't really have access to the answer. Mm-hmm. And thankfully I have a group of friends where even if I don't have a great knowledge base for it, I, I know how to de-escalate someone from going crazy, but also find a good answer and, and kind of tailor it to what their needs are. Mm-hmm. And after all of this happened, I was like, man, I feel like there was a Venture Brothers about this. <laughs> and I love Venture Brothers. I was part of their t-shirt club twice. Uh, which you you should have done that if you had the opportunity. <laughs> too late. Too late yeah, now. Too late. But the episode starts out with all of the whole venture crew getting tied up, right, to be fed to the kendiru, the the fish that goes up your urethra, yes, which 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 came up on the Comic Con episode, which will either be released soon or was released recently. Yes. Yes. One of those two. But it is a real fish. I, I saw that on River Monsters. There actually was an episode of it where people said that. A fish went up the urethra. I mean, people say a lot of things. That's true. And especially on a show like River Monsters, that's like uh, the aliens built it. 
Like eh, ancient aliens. We can we can definitely find someone who says this. You <laughs> really don't want things going up your ding right. ding though. That's like a bad idea. But it's funny that Monarch stopped all of it because Dean was the one who complained that his no no hurts. Yeah, and I, I mean maybe that's a part of understanding the show, which is that um, it's kind of like. If there was a world where superheroes are real, and then of course they would have to be governing bodies to deal with the fact that there are superheroes and, and super, super villain union, and you don't want to have chaos, so then you have a super villain union yep. and a superhero. It is a great show. If you if you don't know what we're talking about, you should watch watch Midsummer. You should also watch <laughs> Midsummer. I was literally <laughs> I was literally pivoting, um, but it is uh, a really good show. In this particular episode, the main protagonists get caught as they, I mean, they often get caught, mm-hmm. but then one of the sons are these two twin boys, Hank and Dean and Dean. Um, I guess they're fraternal. Twins. They don't fraternal the clones. <laughs> That's a spoiler. Oh, <laughs> but it's where it doesn't matter. Yeah. Um, but one of them s- starts to complain of pain, like actual pain. Yeah. There's all this grandstanding that happens because they're super villains and they're monologuing, yeah. but then there's some actual pain and they have to take Dean to the emergency room. And so sort of the two plots are the emergency room versus the fact that everyone is... It wasn't even an is, emergency room. It was like oh, a they, genius. Yeah, they, they took, Child they genius. took him to one of their friends who's a doctor, which also... Yeah. Is, yeah. Which, which ties into this yeah. podcast. Yes. Yeah. But um, I like how they go, like, are you sure it's not a hernia? Were you roughhousing? All that stuff. Yeah. Were we, you shooting which, dope into your scrotum? Yeah. I mean, so these, these are legitimate questions that I yeah. ask all the time, minus the shooting dope in your scrotum. But it's also, you have to... It is part of like you have to get that information and you have to ask it in a way that people are going to respond to. So with my friend, part of it was like you got to get a sexual history, right? So like when was the last time you were boning? Like all right, but for real, when was the last time you were boning? That's right? exactly because, how I asked my because you have to be and it's if you don't get that information, then you don't have the real you, you can't narrow down your differential. Most of your diagnoses are made just from the history. Yeah, just from the history. Like yeah. it, it's mo- it, you get to a point of it's most likely this, it could be this or this. The thing I don't want to miss is, is this. this. And unfortunately, when it comes to unilateral which <laughs> when it comes to one-sided testicle pain with a testicle that's riding higher, you never get to eliminate torsion yeah. until you eliminate get an ultrasound yeah. until you open the book. Yeah. Well, <laughs> you We've, I think we've mentioned this on the podcast before, that time is ball, right? Mm-hmm. You only have six to eight hours to fix it where you can actually salvage it 90%. After that, it drops dramatically down to like, I think it's like 20 to 10%. And then after 24 hours, it's almost zero. So if you can't identify the problem or if the patient is not willing to be forthright about the problem, you're not going to make the diagnosis. I actually want to ex- ask a question about that before we move on into like more of the... Episode. It's like actual testicular that, torsion. That's a preposition. It's one of those. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, it, it, just a grammatical question. I know not a grammar podcast. Yeah. But like, so is that one of the reasons that treating family members and things like that is something that's considered a, a no-go because you may or may not get an accurate history? That is one of the, that is one of the big reasons. Often, often that's a reason that people don't talk about it. They, they sort of talk about like, Oh, you're invading privacy and blah blah blah. It's mm-hmm. like if someone is is your in your family, you don't treat them objectively the same way, yeah. right? And that's a thing that happens in hospitals now when we have quote unquote VIP patients who are patients that the, the hospital worst. really, you know, they want to like show them that we're a good place to be, and 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 so by doing that, you end up not 
doing tests that might otherwise make someone feel uncomfortable or asking questions that might make somebody yeah. feel uncomfortable. Why but, am I going to give my spouse a, an STD screen? Right. right. And But I, like that's part of it. Yeah. And if you don't eliminate it, then you haven't eliminated it. And I like I always like wonder why they always go like, oh, hey, a VIP is coming. I'm like, I don't want to know. Oh, the, what I always say is, oh, I'll give them the real medicine then. Because yeah. we get that all the yeah. time. Like, oh, a VIP is coming to the hospice house? Okay, I'm still gonna give you like all yeah. the normal stuff. Like, I want you you're to gonna know get how bad and oxygen. I want you to know how bad this hospital is right now. Right. I, so maybe things will change, and I don't think that's the right way to it's go not. for medicine. Like, it, and they and when they I will treat you the same way I treat everybody else. I will treat you with respect. I will do the same medicine. But telling me that this person's a VIP, I will make less jokes with VIP patients. Yep, <laughs> that's about it. But it makes it harder to you know, be a good doctor. So when they do studies of these patients that come through hospitals, the VIP patients do worse and have worse outcomes. They are treated bad. I mean, they're like, they have a better time. Right. Like somebody sat with them and somebody gave them a better meal and went out to get, but also that's not why you're in the hospital. They had good chicken and also death. (laughs) Yes. The chicken. Last last meal matters. Yeah. (laughs) Is that like, the new Taco Bell, last meal, fifth meal. <laughs> yeah, there, there's fourth meal, there's fifth sure. meal, and then there's, there's last, last meal. meal. Yeah, then there's last meal. But they what are bringing back the Mexican pizza, so that would be it last, out. That would be it's, last meal right there. It's kind of like, it is a joke now. Like, if a, a company is going to cancel something, it means they're definitely bringing it back they have in to, three months. Yeah. yeah. Can't wait to get my Chaco Taco. Oh, <laughs> it should be coming back. They said they were doing it. I believe that's a San Diego native. That invented the Choco Taco. The Choco Taco? Yep. I want one now, but I can't get one. Just terrible. Yes, you can. I mean, there's... there's now you know a guy. Now you got to pay for it. <laughs> you got you to find the guy. But I will say, kind of like on subject here, spend a lot of time dawdling... On subject? Whoa, whoa, buddy. We what kind do of podcast is this? This is not an on-subject podcast. Which is actually a good segue because they spend a lot of time talking nonsense and dawdling about making the diagnosis of testicular torsion for Dean. I, I think, I actually think this is a good depiction of being a reluctant doctor because uh, Billy, <laughs> Billy Quizboy is not a no person doctor. I mean, like he's not a, he's surgeon. a geneticist. He's a geneticist, not a doctor doctor. And so the assumption there is like, he's not actually seeing patients and doing stuff. He may have the knowledge, but then it's like, how do you work through that in a way with a patient who's also reluctant I I mean, and he recognizes you're gonna, that yeah. you're gonna ask you're gonna ask this later, but this is a pretty accurate medical depiction. The, the yep. eventually saying, "Oh, this is more of a job for the urologist." Correct. That's uh, yeah. <laughs> is that in all of our notes? No, I didn't. No, I didn't I, write I, that either. I wanted to when I first started doing training. I wanted to be a urologist, so now when they're mentioned, it's a little you want you want it cuts me. It's a little triggering. You want to be part of the stream team? Yeah. Yeah, they have all the cool technology. They have the dual dueling ultrasounds. They got lasers. They can rebuild you. They don't do a lot of rebuilding. Actually. <laughs> they they put a lot of tubing in. <laughs> They're plumbers. They, they are You know what? That is perfect. They are plumbers and also that's only like this much of your body. No one can see what I'm pointing at, but, yeah, it's but a they small know. Portion, they know. Small portion of your body. Well, Wink. <laughs> See, you can't wink on the it's podcast, an, so I have to say it for you. It's an adequate portion of your body. Wink. <laughs> but like they deal with a lot of tube stuff, but they Huge also... Huge portion of your body. They are really... Gargantuan part of your body. They are like the, the surgical tech people. Like They're the early adopters. When you when they like do stuff where they do the, the um, additive sound waves to break up kidney stones, like it's just cool. You can't deny that that's yeah. cool. Yeah. But but 
you have to have good grades to do that. <laughs> so I'm a hospice doctor. <laughs> I work in an ER. It's fine. I do podcasts. <laughs> but going back to the episode. Never. Never. I think you mentioned like the blue dot sign too. Yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. So, so part of, I mean, maybe the differential I can walk through a little bit, but so part of this is like talking to my friend and being like, they said they're also worried about testicular torsion. Um, here are some things you can do. And so one of the first things that Jackson did said was open the book. And he sent in a picture of a guy opening a book. And it's I was in like, the show notes. <laughs> it might is be. it gonna be yeah. okay yeah. but so jackson t- tells me open the book and i'm like i don't know what that means and then he shows me sends me like a, a icon- graphic picture a, it's but it's like an iconograph picture like you like everything there is anatomically drawn in the most non-offensive way ever but also when you put open the book before showing you that picture you're like oh, oh. that's what he means by open the so book. essentially what that means is if you imagine your twisted testicles as a book that's pages that are together. You want to <laughs> grab, you want to like kind of invert your hand and then put your finger on the top side and, and rotate. rotate it. And you want to open outward. So you're basically trying to twist from medial to lateral. If you were looking right at a person's taint, <laughs> you want to go from inside you, to outside. And you put your hand, one hand on one testicle and one hand on the other testicle. You want to rotate And you want to open the book. You're just rotating outwards. And then it's like, oh, yeah. Just I fold it in. I mean, yeah. the, it, look in the show notes. And then if and you want to keep, like, oh. keep your page, then you fold the top down <laughs> and you dog ear. <laughs> sometimes, sometimes you got to bite the corner. Yeah. <laughs> you just want a dog ear where you're, you were at halfway through the turn. Um, it does See, I, do, I, I do ebooks, so I just toss a USB <laughs> stick in there. Oh, I mean, that's, don't put that USB stick in your mouth. No. <laughs> <It's> gonna, <laughs> I, I will say there was one line in there in the episode, since we're going, I'm going to go back to the episode, where it said, your balls did a 180. I, I actually looked it up. You need to do a full 720 so, to actually kink off a not, uh, enough of the blood supply to prevent it from flowing. And, and so... I actually think it's worth looking at an anatomical picture to have a little bit better understanding. And I'm hoping Johnny will put it in the some some stuff mm-hmm. in the show notes. But even if you just Google image stuff, it will be helpful to have an idea. Carefully, yeah. if you Google image stuff carefully. Do you, yeah. I mean, Google image surf Google image surf stuff with safe search on for testicular torsion and be- open the book. <laughs> I'm just saying, if you look up testicular torsion with safe search off you're going to see things that you don't want to see. It's still going to be yeah. medical, but you don't want to see all of it. And I, I think I told Greg, like, the way you know when you open the book and it worked is if you imagine a tether ball, like, really twirled up and, like, the, the tether itself is all coiled. Once you turn it past the kink, it starts furling down. This does feel like a particular kind of kink, doesn't it? Hey, oh. <laughs> <laughs> but that's what it feels like. It feels like it just kind of unfurls and, yeah. un- and loosens up. So once you get past like a certain twist point, it just kind of spins down. And that's actually how I knew I fixed yeah, something. That's part of it is you can, f- you can sort of feel like the, the it's a runaway ball release. It's like a runaway ball. Um, the other thing that I, as I was reading to try to tell so this person that told me is a little bit of a hypochondriac. They've called me a few times before. Also, they've called me appropriately for things, so I don't, I'm not mad at them. In fact, it, it was entertaining and I enjoyed it. It's just like you have to be careful what you say to people because you can also make things worse by making them panic or like, I mean, what if he's like, well, I'm running to the ER right now. Because I have six hours because time is ball. 
Also, yeah. he was well beyond the eight. And so, like, because he was so far out of the window, it changed part of the things that I told him. Yeah. Um, but one of the things I was reading was, like, so your, so your testicles are normally, uh, they're like an oval. They're elongated top to bottom. And so when you have torsion, they will they will often be twisted a little bit, so they are not vertical top, vertical lines. lines. Yeah, vertical lined up anymore. So they'll be more kind of twisted on their side. So like if you've ever held a, uh, it looks like a winky emotion. a plum pit or a peach pit, right? There's a there's a pointed there's two pointed ends, and then it's oval between them. And then imagine laying that horizontally. The other, the normal one that's not hurting is going to be ver- vertical. Yeah. I'm doing a lot of hand motions that you can't see. I was going to say, think of a winky emoji. Because one of them will be like a dot upright oh, yeah, and the other one good. will be on the side. Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. That's the way you want to take that one on the side and, <laughs> and twist it. Twist. But not yourself. You want to open the book. So I will say, that is a very painful maneuver to do. So wait, is opening the book, is that the actual treatment or is that diagnosis? So it is It is one thing you can do while you're waiting for the definitive treatment, which is actually surgery. So Gold's, yeah. So so that is a way that you can diagnose and treat. Okay. But normally, if you come in with something like, if you came in and said, hey. Uh, my, my testicle torched. My, my, my balls right, hurt. My, my right ball, ball has been hurting all day. I don't know. I like. I didn't get kicked in it. I am not sexually active. But, you know, you sort of eliminate all those other things that could potentially happen in the background. Then what they're going to do in an ER setting is say we're going to get an ultrasound. Yeah. An ultrasound allows you to see the blood flow, and you the can blood also tell if it's like a dying ball too. So, as someone who orders it from the waiting room, if you come in with any. Oh yeah, and that, I mean it's an emergency. Like if somebody comes in with that, it's you, life or limb. Yeah. Yeah, and so you so the ultrasound allows you to see if there's blood flow. If there if there isn't blood flow, you can't see the blood flow to the area. Then that that then it becomes a surgical emergency. Yeah, it, not and every, is that what the actual issue is? Is that there's not blood flow to it? Correct. Yes. Okay. You, so so it's the a ball attack. Well, that's a, so the the testicle your testicles drop. So when when we are conceived and we start to develop, which whatever at, at the point of ball <laughs> at the point at the point when we are. Uh, developing, determining our sex, are all of us start out as as female, right? Yes, all of us start out as female, and then we, there's like a little hormonal thing that can sometimes turn on that makes us male. So basically, we're all kind of a blank slate unless we get certain signals, and so most of our body development is is paralleled. So women still have testicles, but we call them ovaries, and they're they remain in their abdomen. I'm I'm really being very general here. You can send all the email to Jackson <laughs> about hi everybody uh, <laughs> podcast at gmail.com. But basically, our the parts between male and female are very similar. The expression of what those things look like. So it's the SRY gene, right? But I'm saying, so our our testicles. If you are male, your testicles start in your abdomen. They drop all the way down, and they drop through. A bunch of layers of skin, and it's fun to learn about these layers. <laughs> this is—I think we talked about the South Park. If you cut it, and if you cut the, uh, oh no, then it's going to be real confusing, and you're going to get me too tangential, so I can't. <laughs> you can't <laughs> back up. But basically, we drop down through a bunch of layers of skin, and then as those come outside of your body, that becomes your testicles. Or, I'm sorry, that becomes your scrotum. Your testicles are inside your scrotum. If if you are phenotypically a female, or genetically a female, sorry, then you then your testicles don't drop down there; they stay up in your abdomen. They're your ovaries, whatever. It's all it's all basically the same stuff. Um, 
But because it drops down, there's like you have a a pole, you have like a north pole of your <laughs> testicles, and those are attached. And that blood supply, if you twist something on a pole, you can cut off the blood supply. So basically, if you kink the hose. Yes, thanks. That's a way better analogy. <laughs> so if you twist it enough, you're going to kink the hose so that blood can flow in, but it can't flow out. I and mean, if you twist it enough, you just kink the hose and blood yeah. can't flow in or out. doesn't yeah. matter. But that's the reason why it gets firm is that blood can still kind of flow in a little bit, but it gets stagnant. And that's why you get a really firm testicle too. Um, but it's also kind of like you're forming a clot of old blood inside. This is why it's tender. When you're when anything in your body doesn't get oxygen, aka blood supply, it hurts. Yeah. So usually if I am going to open the book on somebody and I've only done it twice in my career, <laughs> um, I actually have to give them pain medication to do it, but they still need to go to the OR because what happens is they can they'll, re, can they'll yeah, well not so much that, but they want to see the color of it. Okay. So if it looks really dusky after they notice that it's been uh, detoursed, there's always a concern that, that that might be dead. And they give it like five or 10 minutes to see if it blood re, does reperfuse. And if it doesn't, then they go snip. But if it, if it does reperfuse, then they do something called an orchiopexy, which basically tacks it down so it can't spin anymore. So basically you want to anchor the balls, <laughs> which is what they do in this one. Yes. So I think they, they said either let the beach ball swell or do an orchiopexy. Right. That is what they say. Yes. And I think they said orchiopexy. Yeah, orchiopexy, which is not Which is me trying to pronounce medical terms. Yes, but it's orchiopexy. Also, Billy Quizboy has a speech impediment that we shouldn't make fun of him. That's before. true. Fair enough. The one thing they did say was they didn't know which way it was spun, and it's really just one way it can spin. No, that's incorrect. So that's really? the other thing I wanted to say. So I was looking uh, after you had sent me stuff, uh. and like I was trying to curate my response to my friend. Um, I, I had... Looked in up to date, which is a resource, uh, a resource that is. It's a smarter Google. It is yes. a resource that should sponsor this podcast. No, I, no, they. Should, I would be fine with that because I would like a free access. <laughs> <laughs> but it it's good for especially primary care practitioners who don't. You don't need to be on the cutting edge of everything, but you need to have good resources for things that are um, clinically practiced and peer reviewed and. Yeah. And so though the things in up to date are that is it always the most perfect medical advice? No, but part of that is also learning how to s disseminate the best advice to patients who aren't always going to follow the best advice. Yeah. Um, so within that, they were saying most of the time the testicles turn one way. That's why you do the open the book. Normally they rotate inward, right? So by opening the book, you're releasing that pressure. But they also said that you may have to go 360 degrees or more in order to release that pressure. So you first do that. And if that doesn't work, then you go back the other way. But also that means you have to go back the other way four times. <laughs> and that's, I was like, Oh one no, plus two, plus two plus one. <laughs> that would be one plus one, one plus, plus two, two plus one. one. <laughs> and that's why the definitive treatment is still an orchiopexy. Right. It's, it's like you do what you can. Like if you have no other option at the bedside, you do what you can to, to save By your life time. and limb. Yeah. Right. And but, usually they have to tack down the other one too when they're in there. Yeah. Um, but then the, the main thing is, is like you can, you can check for this with Doppler, which is the, that, that is the ultrasound that allows you to see. Color and blood flow. Developed for 
weather. Yes. Yeah, I was going to say blue shift and red shift, yeah. but that's, that's not what I mean. Mean. No, it, it is. It's the same it thing. Is. Exact blue same shift, thing. red shift. It's going away or going going towards or away Either from Either way, that would be red shift, red shift, blue shift, red shift. Not blue shift, red shift, red shift. But they do fix them. Um, I, we were talking about like other things that could be, and I think ultimately this is where your friend went, but like appendix torsion, which is when we were talking about the blue dot, yeah. which is where I learned that you have an appendix on your testicle that can also twist. The treatment is you let that portion of the, the appendix just atrophy and then wither away. And, and some, it's, it's, it's not like your appendix, like your your I mean, your appendix, like uh, in your midsection, it's correct. A, That's it, not a surgical. Your, your your testicle has its own appendix. Correct. Each testicle, it's like a redundant piece of skin that yeah. can sometimes just twist, and because it twists, it it same thing. The blood supply gets cut off, and it can cause excruciating pain. But really, the treatment is like ibuprofen, ice, and then wearing underwear that are supportive. But yeah. ex- explaining to a kid to put that on is a little tough. Um, orchitis is another one which can happen with mumps. And I think we had. Oh, home. yeah. I I mean, so that's one of those things where I did. That was not on my differential. I know this particular person who grew up in the U.S. and is fully vaccinated. And you don't get mumps if you're fully vaccinated. Right. But that can definitely cause your balls to get big. Yes. And then epididymitis, which I think was the ultimate. Uh, I don't know what the end result is. And um, but sort of in the process of this workup, right, if somebody determines that maybe this doesn't look quite as much like one of these surgical emergencies, then you then you treat for something where the treatment isn't going to hurt you. Hurt you, right? So epididymitis is an infection of, or it's an inflammation of the epididymis, which can cause from a ton of stuff. The epididymis is this collection of, I mean, glands is not the right, it's like, it's if you if you have testicles and you felt I don't I don't mean scrotum I mean if you have testicles and you felt on the top of them and you feel that kind of rough area that's like your epididymis. It's like the, in, input, the input output. <laughs> yeah, that's it's like where your your sperm is kind of coming together, right? I don't. Oh wow, it's the docking oh, station. Oh wow, that was it's the docking station. <laughs> I mean, where your sperm is coming together is a pretty good. I'm happy yeah. with the thing that I said by accident. <laughs> where your sperm is coming together, yeah, <laughs> just like plugs the head to the tail. I like, yeah, I mean, but that's <laughs> that is what's happening. Yeah. It's the final assembly line. It's a quality check, but it's also a good innuendo. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yes, <laughs> that's that's why I'm happy yeah. about it. But that's a very common reason why people can have testicular pain, too. Yeah, it can be inflamed for various reasons. And if it gets inflamed a lot, sometimes it can lift up the testicle a little bit, too. So, Right. And so you get into this, like, oh, it could be a thing that's rather benign, or it could be a thing that's a surgical that, that's emergency. surgical within the next eight hours. Yeah, correct. And that's a hard, that's a hard balance to strike. And Over a text message. Yes. And, <laughs> and also, I'm a hospice doctor. Yeah. He doesn't have to do this as much in general. Um, but going back to the episode, they did save his ball. They did. They did save his ball. Um, so, yeah, I think they tacked it down and it was pretty proud of his work in general. I think is. Oh, yeah. They do not go home with that much. under. Uh, he, did, he, he went back. He went home with like a, a hard cast underwear yeah. on. Usually you get sent home the same day with like maybe some stary strips over the incision sites and that's about it. Yeah. And then, actually, they are told to wear supportive underwear afterward because the last thing you want to do is... Yeah, that's. I mean, what you're trying to do is keep it from twisting. So yeah. if you 
You can't let the you can't let them boys hang like forever. Like, are you a, a no, no longer a boxer boy? No, you. It's probably for the acute phase more than anything until you follow up with urology is usually what I tell patients. And it looks like a pretty ugly face to me. I know that was not good. <laughs> but yeah, you shouldn't. <laughs> you shouldn't. You shouldn't um, be wearing boxers after surgery down in the scrotum for sure. You need the. You need to support them. I love this show so much. And it also saved me from doing one, a little bit of work once in med school. Our, um, our internal medicine attending was always like, just kind of angry. He was this angry Irish dude. And just like always kind of, he, he was very much a guy that pimped you. Mm-hmm. And so he would constantly be asking questions and just like trying to make you stupid. Uh, make we you haven't stupid. brought it up in a while. So pimped. Oh, pimping is a way of, of instructing people that is basically just, always asking another question to put you in your place to put you to, to be like i know more than you yeah that's what pimp stands for right put in my so place like, give me oh really i didn't know, i didn't know that you really did not know no, that's what i it means. did not. that's what it means it's i mean i believe it put in my place I, that makes sense and yeah. it's it's just like yeah that's right someone with 30 years of experience teaching someone who just read something in a textbook obviously knows more and also you, people ask questions which are like guess what I'm thinking? So you can't, you never get it right, right? It doesn't matter. Um, and so this, I mean, I, I think in particular, we were not a great group of residents <laughs> to start with. <laughs> but so then he would ask us random stuff. And he was like, I remember very clearly when he was like, I will let you guys go to lunch early if one of you can tell me what a lepidopterist is. And I and I was like, I think I know. He was like, Greg, there's no way that you know, because we are not doctors while we were in medical school. <laughs> so he's like, there's no way that you know. I was like, I think it means someone who studies moths or butterflies. I watched Kingman, Kingsman. And he was like, how do you know that? I was like, a cartoon. <laughs> 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 because uh, Dr. Monarch, or not Dr. Monarch, oh, the Monarch. Wow. Monarch, yeah. <laughs> the Monarch at one point has a group of people um, chasing after him because he's breaking so many guild rules. And the group is like a CIA group. They're called the Lepidopterists. That's the only reason why I knew that. <laughs> like, I instead of studying, I was staying up watching cartoons. Mm-hmm. But anything you know matters. Yeah. <laughs> as long as you can find the place to apply it's it. That's how I win trivia. <laughs> right. You hear it someplace, and then you apply it to somewhere else. I, he That was, like, the most surprised he ever was that a person knew an answer. <laughs> Like, I got these stupid residents. He probably got that wrong at trivia the night before. <laughs> yeah, like, actually, I mean, that would make sense because yeah. it has no, like, there's no reason. That it, it's not like we had a patient that was bitten by a butterfly or something. <laughs> also, if that's the case, it's a lie. <laughs> butterfly <laughs> but, don't have teeth. That's true. But they do have a proboscis. They do have proboscis. So you can get in there. Get in that, that, that flower. <laughs> but, it, <laughs> but, like, there, there were a couple other times where he had asked me questions and, like, I would almost get it right. And he's always like, well, that's pretty close, but not right. Like, this is the only time he was outright flabbergasted. Like, how did you know that? You were outright <laughs> correct. Because like, I, was, I was watching Cartoon Network at two in the morning yesterday. That's how I knew instead of studying. So one thing that came up in the episode, and I don't remember if it was in the uh, fake PSA afterwards or during the episode itself. <laughs> oh, yeah. The fake PSA, by the way, is phenomenal. It and is you should just watch that 90 very, seconds. Very accurate. Um, and also Midsummer. It's a good, um, good PSA. <laughs> it is a very good PSA. Uh, but uh, they mentioned that uh, it it generally happens to males under 25. Is, is that accurate? Yeah, it's true. Because um, it is when you're... 
testes have not fully attached and it's like hanging a little lower. So the epididymis. Wait, wait, wait. It takes 25 years? Well, like it's still like, it's kind of like a loose connection. But they start all the way up here. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> he just pointed at the top. At my rib cage, yeah. <laughs> but it takes, it's not fully like properly attached. So it's like kind of like still dangly. It's the best way to kind of think of it is also like your tonsils. Your tonsils initially hang on by a stalk. Which is why when you do, that's why people want to do TNAs, tonsillectomies when you're younger, because it's a little less a scrape. But the older you get, the connection of the tonsils to the back of your throat is much larger. So when you scrape it, you're scraping a lot more tissue. So that's why you get more bad outcomes with older tonsillectomies as opposed to younger tonsillectomies. Testes don't fully attach to the spermatic cord um, competently until you're older. And then it, it actually builds a stronger connection. And that's what keeps it from spinning a lot more. Hmm. Yeah, you can. Any of those questions can go to Jackson. <laughs> I I think I put myself out there enough with the dropping from the abdomen down. Look, it's right in. Uh, it's right, right in, in the ball sack. Right, <laughs> right in overall theory, it might not be perfectly explained, yeah. but um, it is one of those things. Like in pediatric emergency medicine, if we hear uh, your testicle hurts, you're getting an ultrasound before you see me. Yeah. And then if you have a positive ultrasound, then I'm on the phone with urology, which is like one of those big calls that I get from outside hospitals all the time. They're like, hey, uh, I, have a, outside hospital. I have a 17-year-old with testicular torsion. Our urologist doesn't want to do surgery because they're pediatrics. I'm like, that's almost an adult. Like, you no, can totally do that. You should do that because transporting it's gonna them here is going to take two hours to get right. here. Like, I said, you can do it right now, but the fact that you want to just send them over, it's going to be several hours. Yeah. Time like, is you You're gonna send them by helicopter. Like, how are you getting them here? Just do it. Yeah. Just, just cut that 17 year old balls. Yeah. Just, <laughs> just do it. it Grow a pair and yeah. cut those 17 year old. Grow a pair Grow before a pair he loses pair. the pair. Yeah. <laughs> Grow a pair and save a pair. Save a pair. But save yeah. the cheerleader. Save the world. Grow a pair and save a pair. Oh man, we oh. the amount of times that was written in our anatomy class in. In med school was a lot. What save a cheerleader? Save, save the cheerleader. Ch- save the world. This is like just written on the blackboard. Oh, man. That like there's all of these are dead bodies. Don't that show <laughs> that show had pro- promise, and, and then there was a writer strike. I don't know what else there was in this Venture Brothers things. I mean, I think this was a very inspired episode because of someone's, um, I guess, testicular adventures, and yeah. that's where we ended up. Yeah, I, I do have an important question to ask though. Um, so the human centipede bills itself as 100% medically accurate. And if that's the case, how medically accurate is, uh, the Venture Brothers episode, Are You There, God? It's me, Dean. I mean, it definitely spells everything out correctly. Like, I'm curious, when is this episode coming out? Uh, <laughs> probably two, three weeks. Okay. Cause I've checked my math since then and I'm right because of the fact that the human centipede is isn't 100% medically accurate, that I think it's less than that, then in order to get there, you have to go up to 100%, and I think it's much more accurate, so then you have to double it from there. 1 plus 1 plus 2 plus 1? 1 plus 1 plus 2 plus 1, not 1 plus 2 plus 1 plus 1. Anyone who doesn't know, these are clue references, and maybe we should do clue? I don't know that there's medical... There's, there's, Someone uh, dies. Let me, let me think about it. Yeah. <laughs> but I'm, I'm sure I can come up well, with something. If you can find it, about. oh my goodness. I will say, it's like anything under 100%, you know it's less medically accurate than the human centipede. But, but this then, is more medically yeah, accurate. Yeah, so yeah. it'll be multiples of 100. Right, which is why... 
before I was like Midsummer was four hundred percent medically accurate. Four times, four times medically accurate as the human centipede. You should watch Midsummer. If you haven't seen Clue, you should watch Midsummer. I mean, it, <laughs> I would say like a lot of the the medical discussions. These are real things, and especially with the PSA at the end. These are oh no this this one is way more like, way more like this, this might be the most medically, medically accurate, accurate episode that we've that, done compared to all the medical shows even. Say, but it's it's because it's very it's like a very small window. It is, and which is the it, same kind of cut. You but make. it gets it right, and then yeah. they also throw in like a meaningful PSA. Five yeah. hundred. I don't. I don't want to step on your numbers. I would say five hundred. I would say two hundred and seventy three percent. Based based on nothing. nothing. So 2.73 times as medically accurate as the human centipede. No, because the, I don't feel the human centipede is 100%. Exactly. So it's so, much more medically accurate. But it's not 2.73 times because humans... See, that's what I was trying to explain with my math beforehand that you're trying to trick me up on right now that I went back and studied after the last time that you guys tried to trick me up on it. I am correct. It's more than 2.73 times because the human centipede didn't reach 100 in the first place. Even, like, they're saying it's 100, but mm-hmm. I'm saying it's not. Well, no, but it's our baseline. Yeah. So it's it, it's double. It, it's it's double the the accuracy of. What's the question? <laughs> what so the question? How, how Venture Brothers do? No, no, no. Because if you're saying how medically accurate in comparison to this, mm-hmm. what, what I mean, that's what I'm saying. What's the question? Like, ask me the question. Then I don't the human centipede part. is, if, if human centipede is 100%, how medically accurate is Venture Brothers? 500%. <laughs> you jerk. How dare you? How dare you? But yeah. I I mean, it is very accurate. And they actually give very solid medical advice. Yeah. It's, a good, it's a good show. I like that they read it, too. And you can see all the characters' eyes just going across the you clear You can see teleprompter. It's, it's definitely a PSA that they're doing. Yeah, I love their PSA. But I agree with it. It's a it's a good episode. Definitely watch it. This would be our now number one, by the way. Yeah, because it actually was portrayed correctly, and they tried to clear it up and say real things. Yep. yep. This beats out Bob Bur- Bob's Burgers and Midsummer. I mean, Bob's Burgers I mean, was a good one. I wasn't invited for Bob's Burgers. It's okay. I don't have to be here all the time. That's all right. Uh, but Midsummer is like. There's some stuff in there. You get a lot. You you get a lot of conceits in there, and I'm fine with it because they tried to make it realistic for what they were doing which was unrealistic often correct but the gore was right. pretty darn it's good. good it's great mm-hmm. yeah so well, i'm gonna watch it when i go home i'm not gonna watch it when i go home. <laughs> you're gonna watch venture brothers <laughs> I'm, gonna, I'm gonna watch more you're gonna watch more venture if, brothers like I, I will say season if you watch season one the last two episodes so i think that would be season uh episode 12 and 13 will give you a good flavor for what the show is about and then if you do that and roll into season two episode one I promise that you are going to sit down and watch the rest of season two. Yeah. Because the way that starts, mwah, the old chef's kiss. The, so, Ita- the Italian chef kiss. So highly recommend Venture Brothers. The French kiss. Mwah. Highly recommend Midsummer. <laughs> yes. Uh, anything else we want to add before we uh, wrap things up, folks? Uh, if your balls hurt and you're under 25 and it's only one side, please seek medical attention quickly. Or text Greg. Or text Greg. Uh, do I have anything to plug? No, I'm going to be working. I work. I don't do anything fun. <laughs> oh, oh, I should have done that the last episode. What? <laughs> should have? I should have asked the Padres for a job again last episode. You know what? You did. 
<laughs> yeah, but you know, now that it's a couple weeks later, I'm still willing. I'll I'll be a minder for Tatis Jr. Yeah, keep him out of trouble. You have 80 games to ask. Yeah, I will. yeah, and I'll you do get it. time. So that means it's 79. Feels like we'll have no. What? By this one, it's like 78. Two podcasts in that time. Yeah, probably. Oh, so, <laughs> so see how many it's goes. Like 70 games. <laughs> yeah. okay. All right, folks. Yeah. Thanks everyone for listening. As always, you can find us on uh, HiEverybodyMD.com or at HiEverybodyMD on the socials. And wherever you find your podcast. And please, uh, if you like the episode, tell folks about it. That's the best thing you can do to help us grow as a podcast. Yep. Thanks, everybody. Thanks, folks.